Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is a rainy morning, and uh, it is, uh, but it's springtime, and that's okay. We were out this morning, and uh, we were uh, go out uh, blitzing. We're getting out flyers, getting out the gospel in a couple streets, and uh, thankfully, uh, Brother Caleb had his van nearby because we about got soaked. And uh, But I thank the Lord for the rain. It's a beautiful day, and I'm glad it's not snow like it was on Saturday. Hallelujah for that. But we're glad to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. It is Thursday, March 17th, and March is uh, just flying right on by. But I thank the Lord for uh, the privilege we have to be with you today. We welcome those that are listening by way of the radio. Uh, We want to welcome those that are listening on the radio app. Caleb just mentioned to me that we've got quite a few already on the app, and so that's growing, and I thank the Lord for that, for the listeners there, and then, of course, those that will listen on the podcast. That is a a blessing for those that can't listen while it's live, but maybe there's a time later on in the day or later on in the week, but I hope that uh, you are having a good day if you're listening on the podcast. Those watching on Facebook, thank you for tuning in. And those that are watching on YouTube, we welcome you today. A happy birthday today to Tyler Holt. And uh, Tyler, hope you have a great day. We had a great service last night, our uh, midweek service. I love Wednesday nights, and I uh, thank the Lord we got to be together for church. Uh, we had a good crowd. I thought the auditorium was a good crowd, a good spirit. And then uh, after the service, I went over to the, the Evans building, uh, the gym building, to get my kids and uh, chat a little bit there. And uh, Brother Charles Bryant, he helps us with our master club, really helps to oversee that ministry and uh, he said, boy, he said, I tell you what, we had a great crowd over here. And I thank the Lord for that, uh, for uh, the young people coming to church. And the Master Clubs is a program we have for children ages three and a half, once they get out of the nursery, three and a half through the sixth grade. And they have different age groups and different classes for all of the children. And they learn, they memorize Bible verses. They have Bible stories. They have an activity time. It's a great, it's a wonderful ministry. We have a great group of workers. It's not just a free-for-all, you know, one person's in the gym watching. Oh, no, no. It's a great program and all the workers. And I thank the Lord for that. And uh, we had a good service last night. I'm looking forward to a great day on Sunday. And uh, it's hard to believe we're just a week and a half away, really less than a week and a half a little over a week away from our friend day. Uh, that is on Sunday, March 27th, with Dr. R.B. Willette. He's an amazing preacher, amazing uh, um, uh, man of God. He can preach, he can sing, he's a good Bible teacher. He's a very brilliant man, uh, but you'll love him. He'll be a great for us all day Sunday, the 27th. And then we have our spring revival Monday night and Tuesday night, March 28th and 29th. And you don't want to miss that. It's coming very soon. But let's pray for our church, pray for our school. Uh, Let's pray for our missionaries and let's pray for one another today. And uh, we thank the Lord for uh, the privilege we have to serve the Lord. And I hope we never take it for granted. Here's a great song I got to hear 
This trio uh, sang when I was at the uh, pastor's conference last week in California. Uh, it's the Echoes of Joy Trio, and they sing this song. It's called Safe Thus Far. And you know, it's amazing when you look back how God has led us and God has brought us to this point. And I want to tell you, God is still faithful, and He's going to get us through. Uh, he's not going to fail us. He's not going to forsake us. We'll talk about that in Psalm 22 today. But I hope this song will be a blessing. And then after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 22. As they've rolled apart, I've rested in peace as he spoke to my trembling heart. I really don't know what lies ahead, but I have no doubt, no fear or dread, because I'll still be standing and telling my story. Save the far. Now I am safe thus far. He's brought me safe thus far. I'm in the ship with the one who made the moon and the stars. I'll praise him for mercy that can't fail. A love and a grace that still prevail. This is my story. I'll give him the glory. Save the spawn. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Still prevail. 
this is my story, I'll give him the glory, save the spark. Amen for that, and uh, that's a great song, Safe Thus Far, and then uh, Blessed Assurance, this is my story, this is my song, and I hope that uh, that song was a blessing to you, and I hope you're uh, having a good day. But if you're not, here we go. Are you ready? Psalm 22, I think, will help us all uh, to have a better day. We started yesterday uh, in this psalm. It's a messianic psalm. It deals with the Messiah. It deals specifically with Jesus on the cross, and it's a prophecy, really, of what Jesus would go through on the cross. But this is David, and David feels forsaken. Now, I want to talk to us today about what we can do when we feel forsaken. Now, notice I didn't say what we can do when we are forsaken uh, because God has promised that he will never leave us nor forsake us. You say, well, I feel so far away from God. Well, God hasn't moved. God's not the one that's left you. It's you or it's me that has left him. And so we may feel like we've, we, we've gotten away from God, but can I tell you, he's waiting with arms wide open. Uh, he's waiting for us to come back. The Bible says, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. So what to do when you feel forsaken? We're not forsaken. God will never forsake us, but sometimes we feel that way. And by the way, that is human nature. That's, that's our tendency. That's the feeling or the emotion that we have. Number one, we said yesterday, you can pray. Uh, you say, well, I'm just so, I feel so far from God, and I don't know what to do. Well, why not talk to him? Uh, you say, well, I just, I've got this friend or I've got this relative. I haven't talked to him in so long and know the relationship. Well, pick up the phone. I mean, I mean, why not? Uh, you're not going to get it better if you don't try. And if you don't pray, you're not going to get closer to God. You got to pray. David said in verse number one, uh, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? Verse two, oh my God, I cry in the daytime. Uh, but thou hearest not. Well, obviously, we know that God does hear and God does answer, but many times our sin is what separates us. Our sin has driven a wedge, and we've got to confess that and forsake that sin and get things right with God. But number one, we can pray. Number two, we can remember. David said in verse four, our fathers trusted in thee. They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. Can I say number two, remember? Remember what God has done in the past. And what he's done in the past, he is able to do today. He is the God that never changes. And I hope our children will be able to say that. Hey, my dad, he trusted God. My mom, she trusted God. My grandma, my grandpa, my aunt, my uncle, my, my friend, my coworker, my Sunday school teacher, they trusted in God. I hope that will be able to be uh, said of us one day by our children. Number one, pray. Number two, remember. But number three, let's notice verse five again. We can trust. The Bible says in verse number five, they cried unto thee and were delivered. They trusted in thee and were not confounded. Can I tell you what you can do when you feel forsaken? You can trust God. You can depend upon God. You can believe that God is going to keep his word. I love that song in our hymn book, "'Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus.'" just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know, thus saith the Lord. I want to tell you, you can trust Jesus today. You can trust in God. Uh, I've used the illustration before, but my wife's 
uh, mother, uh, she used to tell the story about uh, a wealthy businessman who would always pick up pennies off the ground. And one day somebody said, why do you even bother picking up pennies? It's, you don't need it. It's, it's almost not worth the trouble. And the man said, I don't pick it up because of the, the value or the monetary worth. He said, I pick it up because every penny is a reminder to trust in God because on that penny are the words, in God we trust. I was, uh, last week, I was in California. I was coming out of a hotel and uh, it, was, it was a nice, nice hotel. It was just, a, it was kind of strange. It was just right there on the doormat coming out. There was a, a beautiful, shiny penny and I picked it up and I took a picture of it. I sent it to my wife. I said, look what I just found. And I don't send a picture every time I find a penny. So don't think, man, this guy's got issues. But that particular one, that particular time I did, and you know what? That's a reminder for us that we can trust God. You can trust him. He's, he's trustworthy. He is dependable. He is reliable. He is able to meet your need. And you and I can trust him. David said, hey, Lord, I know that they trusted and they were not confounded. They were trusted and you took care of them. They cried and they were delivered. And David says, I just believe that I can trust you as well. Number four, uh, what to do when we feel forsaken. Number four I believe it's found in verse number six. David says, but I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men and despised of the people. So, well, pastor, what in the world does that have to do with feeling forsaken? That just makes it worse. No, 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 no. Hang on. Notice with me what David does. David does not try to exalt himself. He does not try to demand of God. Now, God, you're just not going to be able to make it without me. God, you, your, your kingdom's not going to go forward without my help. Oh, no, no. You know what David does? He humbles himself. He says, Lord, I'm really not worth much. I'm just a worm. Uh, I, I'm a nobody. Uh, by the way, uh, worms, worms are not pretty. Uh, uh, worms are nasty. Worms are, there's nothing to look at. And all they do is they crawl around in the dirt. And uh, I know some of you fishermen, you love worms, but you don't like to keep them. You just like to use those to bait the fish, right? But here David says, God, I'm just a worm. I, I, I am, and no man. He said, I am a nobody. Can I remind you? That's the truth. We are. We're just a bunch of worms. We're just a bunch of nobodies. We're just a bunch of sinners that have been saved by the grace of God. Without him, we are nothing. And I think what David says in verse number six, he says, Lord, I realize that I cannot do anything without you. I realize that I need you. I need you in my life. I need your help. I need you every day, every situation. And can I remind you when you feel forsaken, don't get swelled up with pride and think that I'm better than this and I deserve better and I can't believe that somebody would treat me like this. Maybe that's a good time to humble ourselves. And when we humble ourselves, we allow God to step in and we allow God to lift us up. And God is the one that does the exalting uh, when we first humble ourselves. Number five, I see in this passage, verse number nine, I see that David acknowledges God. So he, he trusts God, he humbles himself, but then number five, he acknowledges God. It says in verse nine, but thou art he that took me out of the womb. He said, God, I would not have even been born. I, the, the delivery would not have even been successful if it were not for you. He said, you are the one that took me out of the womb. You are the one that made me hope. You are the one that has given me life. You are the one to whom I owe everything. He acknowledges God. Notice verse number 28. 
David says this, he says, for the kingdom is the Lord's. The, the kingdom belongs to God. The kingdom is not mine. He said, the kingdom is not yours, but he said, the kingdom is the Lord's and he is the governor among the nations. You know who the governor is? The governor's the one that calls the shots. The governor is the one who has authority. Well, you know who the real governor is? It's not the governor of, of North Carolina. It's not the governor of your state. It's not some, you know, governor of some other. No, no, no. The, the real governor, the real person who's in control of everything is God Almighty. And David says, I'm going to acknowledge you. What do you do when you feel forsaken? Well, can I tell you, number one, you can pray. Number two, you can remember. Remember what God has done in the past, but then you can trust him today. Uh, let's not just have stories about how we used to trust God. Let's not just have stories of faith from years gone by. Let's have uh, uh, stories of today and stories of tomorrow, how we trusted God today. And then let's be humble. Let's realize we are nobody without God. And let's acknowledge that God is the one who is in control. The kingdom is the Lord's. I hope you have a great day today. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you. And we'll figure out uh, tomorrow. I know we'll get all the way through, but we'll figure out tomorrow uh, how we'll get through this and some thoughts on what to do when you feel forsaken from Psalm 22. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.